I mean, you you touched on a, a very good point, and I'd love to, for you to just expand on this briefly as well mm. in terms of just the market research. Do you think for entrepreneurs it's key to actually go around and, and suss out yeah. the competition? Like, whether it's, I mean, not all of us have cars or funding, but whatever it is, get into a taxi and just go to different markets and just see. On the ground, bro. You gotta be on the ground. It's very important. Like for me, market research, or call it field research, because you're actually in the field, mm. experiencing this with people. I mean, we spoke to a lot of people. Like the mama on the side of the road, we had lots of conversations. We found out how much they make. A lot of people will open up to talk to us, you know. This is what I buy. This is how many plates I sell a day. Sure. You know, I sell more than that mama on that side of the street because I cook my curry like this. Oh, like we had all of these conversations with these people. I buy my stuff from here. I buy my pots from here. You'd be amazed, bro, how brilliant of like how like we have got brilliant entrepreneurs that are actually sitting in those spaces in this in this well specifically in this province, mm. but I'd say in this country. Like the people who are amazing. I remember this one lady, Magazanelli, we called her. You know, she even ran. She even uh, ran us through, uh, ran us through her numbers, showed us what her opening stock was, what, what her closing stock was, how she costs per plate. She showed us uh, basically, you know, how much profit she makes per plate. Showed us how she targets, how much she's going to make, how she pulls and gets her customers in, and people how they buy from her and not from other people, and how much she makes a day, a week, a month. Like she had that detail. She didn't know that she was putting, you know, she didn't know it's accounting. Yes. You know, she, she doesn't call it accounting. She's just running through her numbers. You yeah. Know? She knows the numbers off, off, off by heart. But she was actually writing down a proper balance sheet for us. And that's what she was doing, or an income statement. But she, she doesn't call it that. We call it that, but they don't call it that. They just, mm. They're just running through their numbers. And I was like, wow. This actually, this is actually a profitable business, and that's what we saw. Okay, so it's a profitable, profitable business. Plus, we see the gap in the market. Plus, we see how we could expand and scale up the business, and we're seeing how we could franchise the business. We've got a good. We could have a good five to ten year plan that we could put together from this business, and that's what sparked, you okay. know, well, the idea around actually do. So you're let's the do big this. Idea so we've well, got the we've got the bigger idea. We could see well. where this thing would go, and then we started getting into. Um, discussions around okay the whole governance of informal trading in this country like we got into a lot of those conversations um with with different officials i remember we spoke to the ladies at the environmental office city mm -hmm. of joburg environmental office we had lots of conversations with those people like around like what is what is the city of joburg's plan around informal vendors and formal food vendors because they're everywhere you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying there's people everywhere cooking on the side of the road so you know i mean you just raised an interesting subject which I've noted now it's probably a, a topic for another show as well. Mm. It's just the informal sector. The informal and sector can, as a whole. And I can really yeah. tell that you're very passionate about it. That's that's where it all came from, eh? Before we even got to calling this business Seven Colors, all of this came from just that passion. Because mm. that's the gap we saw and we were like, whoa, like we can't just sit back and not do anything yeah. about this. Yeah. How do we actually help this industry be recognized? How do we help our people? Because, you know, you actually find with these businesses, man, that like, the mom was doing it. The mom moved it over to the daughter. Yes. It's like, it's been running for years, yes. bro. Like, you see them as a side of the road. You're like, ah, lo, mama, lo. It's just, you know, it's cooking, popping soup. But like, it's not scaling, but like, mm. she's been doing it. You know, someone above her, maybe her mother was yes. doing it. Like, it's been a generational thing in their families. That's how they get, make their money. It's crazy. Those are the things you learn when you talk to people in the street. And that's how deep it was for yeah, us. Some of the things you won't just find on the internet, you know, like you're not going to find that stuff on the internet. In fact, the informal uh, food sector in this country 
if you go to the internet because we tried doing that initially we got frustrated <laughs> we're like dude let's hit the streets there is nothing here let's do there was no things. content yeah. there was nothing factual nothing relevant the work that's been that's on the internet is old yeah you know something some guy wrote at some point or some student who did a his thesis or whatever like it was none of it was relevant none of it was, was real so real, we had yeah. to go, go then actually connect with people and actually figure it out Jeez, man. Mm. and